Classroom Brew. This is episode 193, and this is the teacher podcast. It's like teacher happy hour, where we're having some drinks and, and talking about stuff that's going on. So if you're listening to this in the car, uh, do not grab a drink right now because you are in the car. Uh, but if you are chilling, maybe you're, this is on a whatever day and you're it's the end of the work day and you're exhausted, maybe you just finished an IEP meeting and you earned it, have a beer with me. Or or in this case, I've got some, some rum and mango because that's how I roll. Because I'm trying to remember the good times, which is when I'm on vacation and not teaching hybrid. <laughs> so um, that said, uh, we we did start in my district. We did start with hybrid. Uh, we are going to get to our our comment hero of the week. We've got our our lovely teacher rhymes, our amazing teacher confessions from uh, those of you that wrote into uh, to Instagram, or sorry, and our our weird student questions as well. I almost forgot that. Uh, so we got some great segments coming up for you, and um, yeah, if you are also teaching hybrid, I've I've been tipping my cap to anyone that is teaching hybrid because you're you're teaching kids in person and online simultaneously, and uh, it, I knew it was going to be a lot, but holy shit, trying to find a way to project the screen for the kids in person but not have echo, but also see the chat and project it to the kids that are all that it. It's a lot. It's like 18 cords, two computers, a projector that doesn't work, and like nine converter cables if you have anything that's Apple products. So that's that's where we're at. Um, it, it, it's seriously, like at one point, it was going to be like, so I have a new work laptop, which is the first work laptop that actually works. And uh, so the work laptop works, you could call it, say it, I guess. Uh, but basically, there's the, the new one is going to be the one at my desk because I don't use desktops, because fuck that. The Chromebook is going to be streaming, and then the MacBook is going to be projecting. Yikes. It's it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. But that's where we're at, especially on the south side, where resources are low, and I once saw a sign that said, cash for diabetics. I swear to you, that's a real story. Cash for diabetics on the south side. That's where it's at. So, you know, some people are, are extravagant and fancy. I am I am not. Katie orders like the when we go to like roots or something like that she orders the most extravagant build your own salad where she's got to like write down all the ingredients on her notes app and then they get to me she's got all these extravagant like arugula and and i also want some feta and some blah, 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 like all these different ingredients and things like that they don't even know what some of them are they write it phonetically i can see him writing it phonetically because cash for diabetics but uh then they get to me after all this extravagance from kate from katie and i go can I get spaghetti? And that's where it ends. I'm an easy order, I guess. So that's good. That's good. I guess I add the meatballs. So that's, you know, that's, it's all good. Huh. So seems like a perfect opportunity to jump in to our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. I feel like I always start the segment with going, ah, so uh, for this one, uh, Rihanna actually sent this one in. Rihanna, longtime fan and friend of the show. And uh, this is now 
bear with me here because this is from Alberta. So, it, you know, Canadian type stuff. And uh, so basically this is uh, a tweet that was posted by Rachel Notley. I'm assuming if I'm Canadian, I know who the fuck that is. But this is uh, Rachel Notley posting a tweet from Bill Tonita, B to- at B Tonita, T-O-N-I-T-A, saying uh, he tweeted that, Interesting that at Nate Glubish, Glubish is proud of his government's new K-6 through draft curriculum, while 91% of teachers are unhappy with it, and 90% would be uncomfortable teaching it. Maybe Alberta teachers should have been consulted first. Hmm. And then some hashtags that I don't even know what the fuck they mean. Anyways. Um, and some people are posting, like, the things like, yeah, leave it. Why are politicians doing this? Sh-? Like, leave it to the educators. Like, what was that, 17... 17- 76 bullshit that Trump came out with where he's like, racism isn't a real thing. And that was that was just forced labor. That wasn't slavery. Isn't that what they went with? It was just forced labor. It wasn't slavery. That was actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. So Rihanna is actually, she wrote in because she was the the genuine comment hero because she called somebody out. And our, our comment hero for this one is Marik, bippity boppity bleep, got to get some sleep, sucking on the deek. Hing pom pink. I don't know. Uh, Marie, I don't know. You, you try to rhyme some of these names. It's hard, man. Uh, Marie Bombleepleepleep, we're going to call him Bombleepleepleep, decided to say, please explain why they need to be consulted, referring to teachers. Their job is to teach, not to decide what is to be taught. Fucking idiot. He's got to be a troll. This can't be real, right? Like, he has to be kidding. So people obviously responded. Someone named uh, uh, Jack decided to uh, say, uh, go away. He actually didn't uh, say the real names. Maybe it's someone with an... It's got to be an alias. We'll go to their profile in a little bit. Again, this is someone that's saying, uh, fuck the teachers, they should just teach and shut the fuck up about what what it is that they are teaching, which I've even gotten into arguments with people about that, but you should never engage a comment here, but sometimes you have to... Anyways, uh, Rihanna says, and by that logic, surgeons' jobs are to perform surgery, not advise if the procedures are correct or make sense, correct? And of course, Marie Van Fleek, Bibbidi bobbidi blink, didn't say shit until a day later when he said, yawn. Ed- that's like wrong. Educational experts created this curriculum. That teachers exist doesn't mean they should. What is that grammar? Uh, or are even able to create curriculum. As if you think that the politicians are curriculum geniuses. And I can tell you from experience, bud, that here in the, here in the States... We got some people that are creating curriculum who don't know what the fuck they're doing. People that maybe they were a teacher for like six months and were like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I got an exit plan and it's just to tell the teachers what to do. And that's also what politicians do. I saw something too that was like, the beauty of teaching is that you can get things wrong three days out of the week and it's still a learning experience for your kids and you can still have a job even though you failed those three times. And it's like, well, there's there are many other jobs where you can fail and be okay. Politicians. For example, dare I say, politicians that make shitty curriculum, uh, like the 1776 bullshit, uh, or in this case, this uh, this Alberta, what was it? The K-6 through draft curriculum of the government thing in Alberta, per Bill Tonita, 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 Tonita Bonita. Um, so yeah, that, you know, Marique Bompleek, Bebidi Bobby Bleek, Bleek, you are our comment hero of the week 
for being an asshole. I don't know what you do for a living, but you have no right to decide what your job description is or how you do your job. You could be a forklift driver. I'm going to decide we're going to use that forklift. Help me pick up my fucking box of nails that weighs one pound with your two-ton counterbalance forklift, you fuck. Anyway, that was fun. Cash for diabetics, right? Which, by the way, dark humor is the best kind of humor, right? I was coaching for the the walkthrough. Uh, actually, today. Today's Friday. We have a game on Saturday. So who knows if we're going to win or lose. We'll see. Justin, shout out Justin. Uh, we'll, we'll see how we do. Maybe we'll cut to it. Who knows? We lost. I mean, fingers crossed. It was kind of a shitty walkthrough, and we were kind of pissed off to the point where I didn't say anything at the breakdown because, oh, my God. Anyways, we were going through our, our walkthrough, and, uh, you know, you go sideline, sideline to have them go to the sideline, and then you call out a, a unit, and then they come out, and then, you know, you hopefully get it right. And, um, you know, we, we always try to plug people in on special teams specifically, and then people don't come the next day, and then we have to get somebody else in, and then they don't come the next day, so it is what it is. Fuck it. But there's one kid who loves doing impressions, great kid, uh, a lot of fun, good leader, tremendous student athlete, and he goes, he, he goes, sideline, sideline, C-line, C-line, C-section, C-section. And another kid in the back goes, abortion. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What is that? What do you mean? It took such a dark turn from sideline to C-section, sideline to C-line to C-section to abortion. Ouch. It's like an Anthony Jeselnik joke. If you don't know who Anthony Jeselnik is, look up Fire in the Maternity Ward. And if the name of that special, not sponsored by the way, if the name of that special doesn't give you a sense for the type of humor that Anthony Jeselnik does, you need to work on your reading comprehension and your inference skills. Look at that. Two teacher phrases. Teacher podcast. Everyone take a drink, whatever you're doing right now. Hopefully it's rum or, I don't know, do, do a, rum and, a rum and mango. Who knows? Alrighty, so our teacher rhymes for this week, uh, shout out at Miss Megan Lee, underscore, saying, <clears throat> I'm hating the grading, my mind is fading. <laughs> I like that one. Tentative agreement, can't wait to clean, custodial staff being mean, stupid dress code, won't let me wear jean. Nice. That's a good one. All right, um... Yeah, so I think this is a great opportunity. Now that we got our little our teacher rhymes, which always seem to follow the comment hero because I seem to love rhyming the comment hero thing, even though this week was a, a very difficult challenge. By the way, shout out to, there was the teacher that was killed by the cartel because he tried to do something or whatever. I saw it on ABC7 or whatever, so I know it's kind of, you know, relatively. Anyways, uh, the, the comment heroes in that case, by the way, or just anyone that was making a joke about it. Like, people were basically like saying, oh, Breaking Bad and all this. But anyone that was like, well, he shouldn't be teaching teacher. A human life died, my guy. Like, there are times. Like, imagine you're the family and you see those. Anyway, that's a bit of a rant. Let's get into, in, in the same vein of me, me really speaking my mind, let's get to teacher confessions. I just want to own up to something that it's a strategy that I use when it comes to coworkers or, or whoever that maybe they don't have the best follow through. For example, maybe on a, a Tuesday afternoon, there's something that I need somebody to do. And uh, they say, yep, I'll get to that tomorrow. And sometimes if it's a text or an email, I will intentionally wait to send the okay or the thank you until the time the person promised to get back to me or deliver on something. 
with the intention of them reading it and then realizing, oh, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. He didn't realize that because he's now just saying thank you. But my confession is, I know that was a strategy, you dunce. Second teacher confession. The goodie bag that uh, our school and, and most schools actually in, in the district at the high school level gave us our little welcome back goodie bag that was accompanied by cold coffee that wasn't meant to be iced coffee. Let me just state that from the, the start. Not sure if it was decaf or not because it was intentionally very weak. Perhaps they just bought one box of that thing that comes in like the two gallon thing and said, nah, just spread it out into the two. We'll add water. Who knows? Confession number two. The goodie bag that you gave us with that watered down coffee that we just talked about for a little bit too long there, sorry. It's not a gift if you want to give us some generic Lysol. That is a new job description. <laughs> Hybrid learning, teaching during a pandemic. Needless to say, I feel very, just super appreciated. Thank you for my generic Lysol. Teacher confessions. And finally, our third teacher confession. These are all from me, by the way. These are not anonymous. Because I, I realize that confessions, are they're, they're hard to own up to. Unless you're me when you have a podcast. <laughs> Confession number three. This is actually something I've mentioned on the podcast maybe two, three years ago, something like that. And um, this is this is to my, my assistant principal. When I came out to the football field after I had just started up on the fifth floor weight room, and uh, the weight room was a mess. And the, the statement that I made was, who's the fucking idiot that left the weight room like a goddamn mess? And... Uh, about five minutes later, my assistant principal, I keep in mind I'm like a second year teacher at this time when this happened. He goes, um, I'm sorry, coach, that, that, that was me. So Mr. AP or Mrs. AP, because I'm not trying to tip my hand about who my AP is. I'm not sorry at all. That's my confession. How do you like me now? That's what's up. Stay scared of me. Stay scared of the second year teacher that also happens to God. You stay scared, man. Don't mess with it. Man is a colloquial generic term. Anyways, huh. yeah, that really happened, by the way. None of, none of these confessions, by the way, these are all true confessions. I'm not just bullshitting. I want to make sure that's very clear. Seems like a good segue uh, for us to mention that if you would like bonus content or the, the podcast merch like the koozies, shot glasses, or coasters, head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. You can also be featured in the lyrics where we find out some basic information about you and include you in the lyrics to our Patreon Dedication song. So that's uh, patreon.com slash classroom brew. We have a $2, $4, and $7 tier. And uh, they get you different levels of access and different levels of merch. So check those out if you would like to support the show, support teacher podcasters, support teacher content creators. <laughs> I heard, I said it and I hated it. You're so confused if you're doing the audio uh, in the car right now. You're like, what happened to him? I vomited when I said the word content creator. It's like someone that says I'm a teacher influencer instant nausea. Let's get to our, uh, let's get to our weird student questions. As you know, there is definitely no such thing as a stupid question, especially when you're a classroom teacher teaching students. That said, there are, on quite a few occasions, some very weird student questions. 
Now, as the segment is uh, obviously stating, is this a, there, there are no good or bad questions. Let's just keep that little caveat to ourselves right there. We obviously know the real answer there. Sometimes the things do happen. But we obviously get weird questions from time to time. So, at Tara Gale writes, and these are, these are questions. I'm going to put these are in quotes for the most part. Why is my thingy tingly? Uh, hey, that's a, I don't know what grade it is, but I'm glad that was it. That was one of the better ones, by the way. Uh, for sure, better than any weird question I've ever gotten, because that, when I read it, was for sure weird and didn't want to answer it. And that is the number one marker of a weird student question. Uh, Tara also writes, do ants have periods? <laughs> Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> I guess. I don't even know. In the moment, that's one of those ones where you, for like, saying I don't know is a good answer, and you say maybe we can look it up together. That's one of those ones where you're like, let's circle back to that. And you hope they forget. <laughs> Dance of periods. Ah. Uh, anyways. Uh, Leo uh, at uh, Via Gator. I always say it wrong. I'm sorry, Leo. Underscore 500. Uh, why do smell like. Why do you, oh, sorry, there, that's a typo on Leo, but my fault. Uh, why do you smell like my father's girlfriend? So I'm assuming this is being asked of Leo. You know what? You just say she's a real, you know, she's a good-smelling gal, and, you know, we, we have the same cologne slash perfume, and, you know, you just you go for it. You just embrace it at that point. You have to. You know what I mean? Like when a kid's saying something that maybe paints you in a bad bad light or something like that. You kind of have to like smile and do the nod like, <laughs> okay, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, you have to lean into it further. However, when I was playing Among Us with my eighth period, someone accused me, I think I was green at the time. They were like, green killed the person and like 100% was not the imposter. And I was like, 100%, yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm the one that called the meeting and reported the body. I realize you can do that if you're the imposter and you killed the person. Anyways, and they didn't understand the sarcasm. I realized that sarcasm doesn't necessarily translate to Among Us or digital communication. <laughs> uh, at Amy Dudgeon writes, uh, what's a boner? Well, and in parentheses, while reading absolutely, while reading absolutely true diary and not trying to be funny. <laughs> well, absolutely true diary. I gotta look that up. I'll be honest. I am not an English teacher. Absolutely true diary. Nope, not absolutely true, Google. I like the suggestion, but there was also another word that I wrote in there. That is the uh, personal novice, blah, blah, blah. published in 2007. Okay, so I'm not like uh, a neglected child or anything like this before or after. You know, I'm good there. there. So it's not related. And they asked, what's a boner? <laughs> the unrelated questions are for sure. Anyone have any questions about the task we're doing today? And they're like, what day is it? And you're like, I guess it's kind of related. But in this case, it's what's a boner? And you're like, all right, I guess we're answering that today. Well, kids, if you uh, pull out these health books from 2004, the year is 2021 for context, if you're listening to this later in, in life, <laughs> uh, let's let's go to the, the skip that page where, where it's talking about, um, you know, the other Bush from, from you know, before when, when he was president because it's a super old, well, not 2004. Fuck it. I screwed it up. 1980 something. And, and we're going to talk about boners today, kids. You thought you were going to read some some young adult literature, some YA literature, but instead... You got a, an awkward video about periods and boners. That happens sometimes, especially when you teach middle or high school. 
Oh, shit. These are the moments, man. These are the moments that this is the reason I started this podcast however many years ago. Uh, uh, Amy Tristano, uh, or Tristano, 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 we're going to say it that way. That's probably not in, at right at all, to be honest with you, but that's the Italian coming out of me. Um, what do you grow in your garden? <laughs> Parentheses. I was still living in my college apartment. LOL, first year. So you're like, yes, the, the garden, the garden that for sure, that for sure exists. Uh, that, that always, that's the default, right? Even in uh, the South Side where most of the kids are in apartments, they're like, hey, when you're at your house, and I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a house on, you know, with these student loans and this, this teacher's salary. I'm definitely living in a house right now in Chicago with the highest cost of living. Anyway, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to, I'm having a good time, but I'm going to, I got some dishes to do. And uh, sometimes I sit here, you know, before, after, because I'm, you know, I do the two drink minimum because, you know, I'm not lying to you guys. I'm not bullshitting with you guys. Hopefully you guys are having a drink too with me in this one, unless you're driving and then you're drinking water. That's great because you should hydrate. But, uh, you know, the teacher drinking podcast is where we're at. Uh, Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew for the, the bonus content, support the show, get shout outs, behind the scenes stuff and all that stuff, even voting power and, and all that stuff. Uh, early access and all that stuff and all that stuff and all that stuff and all that stuff. But um, yeah, we're probably going to wrap it up because, you know, sometimes I sit there and I just keep drinking because, uh, you know, you, you get relaxed and you're like, oh, this is great. Uh, but I'm probably going to, I'm going to sign up for some track meets. I think I did a couple already uh, because that season's going to start pretty soon and football is wrapping up. Um, and, you know, hopefully I'll do a little cut maybe about how we did in the game after it happens and I'm editing this episode. But Hopefully we win. I don't know. We we got we're one and two right now, so it'd be great to go two and two and have a chance to in this five game season go go three and two. Who knows? A winning record for the the first time because you know young program and usually less than twelve people in the roster. But now we finally have a, a decent number. So um, at Classroom Brew on social media, that's Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Classroom Brew, and you can email me classroombrew at gmail.com. So if you have a comment hero, a teacher confession, weird student questions, what else we got? Oh, a teacher rhyme about what you're frustrated about, and there's a whole bunch. Trust me, I could go on for hours, but the episode would also go on for hours. So here we are. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, that, that's seriously, the fact that you guys listen in for 20-some minutes or 30-some minutes or whatever it is each week. And, and by the way, the reason we're not doing guests, I forgot to mention this, is that I like the independence of just doing it on my own terms. Uh, we'll still be doing guests, but there's a pandy wandy. Covey wovey is happening right now, so it's kind of hard to have some guesty westies. That sounded really bad at the end right there, but you know what I'm saying with the guesty westies. Guests. We'll, we'll still do guests. It's just, you know, difficult with social distancing, of course, and then just general anxiety and going to be around a bunch of kids. So I don't want to, you know, add to the contact tracing where they're like, hey, who have you been around if your class had an outbreak? And I'm like, well, you know, I also have a podcast, so I've been exposed to these people, blah, 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 blah. You get the point. But guests are still going to be happening. We just, with the new format of, you know, more segments and things like that uh, to help guide it, it's just been, uh, it's been nice doing it solo. I'm having a great time. Hopefully you are too. Uh, but have another drink for me and uh, I'll see you guys next week. But until then, class dismissed. Shot glasses 
bonus content and voting power. Lish Cromwell from Minnesota has a thousand classrooms. That shit is crazy, but that's Minnesota. Leo Sanchez got a lot of land. He's been on the pod. It was really grand. He's teaching in person during COVID. Sabrina Bachman from Ohio teaches French class, but I don't remember French. Sorry for my teacher who taught me French. You were really cool, but that was years ago. This dude beat cancer. Getting real strong. He posted on the gram. He's a real bad ass. James Biner. James Biner. That's fucking right. James Biner. Sandy Montoya from California. Lazy Teacher Podcast. That's a bad look. Definitely not lazy. Big time podcast fan. Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley, she's from Florida, wore PPE for her staff photo, that's Melinda, Melinda Bradley, Melinda Bradley, classroom crew, check it out on patreon.com.